0: Hi everyone, today we have a special episode that we hope helps you reconnect with your inner child. If you enjoy this episode, please do us a quick favor, subscribe, rate, and share our podcast to your loved ones. We believe spreading stories of kindness can be uplifting in these uncertain times. Kindness
1: is... A word that gets thrown around a lot, it gets put on t-shirts, we post about, be kind, and you're so kind. And so it loses a bit of its magic in that way, because we think it's smiling. It's just a smile, which is a big deal. But true kindness that has changed your path and my path and paths of people around us is the kind of kindness that really sees our humanity and wants to celebrate it. When I see people who are deeply kind, they see each person around them as a valuable part of the human puzzle, a valuable note in the human symphony. (laughs) An element that is so necessary, even if they're difficult, I'm still going to find something about you that I can celebrate. And if it's not being celebrated, you're probably hurting right now. And that's why you're difficult.
0: That's Brad Montague, creator of the web series Kid President and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Kid President's Guide to Being Awesome, and the new book, Becoming Better grown This is Camille.
2: And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action
0: from the lens of today's most inspiring humans.
1: So I grew up on a farm in a small town in Tennessee. I loved drawing and Hearing stories, telling stories, and um, that's what I still get to do for a living. I always knew it was what I felt like was my purpose, my mission, my like reason, but I very rarely felt like it was possible. I felt like it was too big or not helpful enough. So I wanted to go into the medical profession. I wanted to be a teacher. I Like all those things that are the typical helpers. I even was an education major for a few months in college and found that I was fascinated by all of the creative elements of designing the curriculum instead of the actual teaching part of it. That I was a teacher in a different way, a healer in a different way, a farmer in a different way than my dad is. And so slowly beginning to discover a few ways that stories and storytellers can help us reimagine what's possible and finding those people and saying, how can I do what I feel like I'm created to do, what I'm made to do, but be of service? What does that look like? And I'm still trying to answer that question.
0: Brad began to answer that question after he and his wife created a camp for junior high and high school students who wanted to make a change in the world. He became inspired by young people at their camp who were creating projects in their communities.
1: I was so deeply inspired by that. And we were creating all of these fun elements for that program. And I thought, well, maybe we could share something that has the same spirit with people. I feel like it's needed.
0: It was 2012. Heated election year.
1: I looked online and everything was so heavy and everything was so combative.
2: So Brad started creating videos with his then nine year old brother in law, Robbie Novak,
1: and just thought, well, this will be fun. (laughs) And and, um, put a tiny leader with a big heart and a cardboard backdrop and a tin can with some string would be a fun way to just communicate with people. So I started writing these little pieces that were encouraging and then getting my little brother-in-law to deliver them. And he would inevitably mix it up or say words wrong or do whatever. And it made it even more magical. And that collaboration between an adult and a kid led to something better than either of us could have made on our own. Everybody just chill
0: out, it's me, keep moving. Calm down, calm down. Now I guess election year. All of a sudden, like these grown ups were going like. That's oh, like, uh, not crazy. Relax, know? Yeah. People, people, people. Crazy.
1: I was just making these joy bombs that were throwing out of line that had a depth to them that had that thought that I wanted them to have, but they were silly and they that was an element within that.
2: After years of trying to figure out what his purpose was, Brad finally felt that he found something meaningful to say.
1: I had written and created things. I worked in a newsroom for a while. I was like, this isn't it. I worked in uh, a college admissions. I was like, this isn't it. I worked uh, in lots of different capacities where I was trying to be creative and bring fun elements in. And it was valuable and worked with wonderful people, but it just wasn't it. And here was a moment where working with a child, I began to reconnect with my own child and it realized that all of these heavy heart things I wanted to share were important, but that playful element that I had sort of lost in taking things so seriously needed to go away. And that when I tapped into my childlike joy and wonder, it all fell into place. I found my voice.
2: And people, we're listening.
1: So, we had a, a video that went cuckoo bonkers viral, but that was maybe the 18th video we'd made. I'd been making them for months and posting them on just erratically online, just here and there. And I thought it was successful. I thought like this was a big deal. This was huge because we had had 200 people watch. And then that happened. I think we all need pep talk. Even then, a few months later, I remember we were in an airport. Uh, they yelled to Robbie, hey, I liked your video. And he was like, which one? <laughs> and, and even sometimes still, um, <laughs> I just have to keep making.
0: After that video went viral, many people reached out wanting to collaborate with Brad. One of which was digital entertainment company Soul Pancake, which creates content that celebrates humanity and explores life's big questions. Soul Pancake was co founded by actor Rain Wilson, who starred in the TV sitcom phenomenon, The Office.
1: And when I spoke with them, I realized oh, I'm not alone. There's other people who want to. Tell stories in this way who have hearts that are not just for getting people to hit play and watch a video and get numbers, but that actually have something meaningful to share.
0: Kid President became a YouTube and television show. Brad and Robbie also wrote the book Kid President's Guide to Being Awesome, which became a New York Times bestseller.
1: When we started doing Kid President, one of the things I had on a post-it note here in my office was timely and timeless. Like, if you can make something that strikes those two notes, then it will resonate in a way that hums in people's bones, or like it's always times that they find it five years from now, or 20 years from now, there's truth in it, but if they find it tomorrow, they see and know the context in which you wrote it. One of those, for instance, there's a video I made that's called um, A Letter to a Person on Their First Day Here. and. I wrote it for my son, who had just turned one-year-old. And I was like, what if I wanted to write a letter to him of everything he needs to know about being a person? And it was this exercise in how do you write something that will always be true? (laughs) And so it's written for him for his birthday, but then we created a Kid President video out of it. And then we released it at the beginning of a new year. And so people begin looking at it as this video that's about new years and it's about like resolutions when really it's about a birth and how you start and how you it's do gross. life well
0: some days gross things will happen some days awesome things will happen some days you'll get ice cream some days you won't some days your kite will fly high some days you get stuck in the tree it's just how it is here there's plenty of reasons to dance you just gotta look for them don't worry though you won't be doing this alone you're going to lots of people
1: here. After Kid President, I knew exactly what my next projects were. And it was projects for children, in television, and books, and they wouldn't happen. They wouldn't work out. And I began really feeling heavy, thinking the world's never going to let me make something that isn't Kid President. I'm of no value to anybody in the world unless I
2: just keep doing this. And it hurt. Brad felt uncertain about his role in the world once again. But he knew that kids had meaningful things to say. So that's where he looked.
1: I then started visiting classrooms because that was one of the few people that would email me and not want anything. They just wanted to share something with me. They were like, here, we drew this. We want you to see it. Hey, we're doing this. We just want you to know about it. Hey, we were inspired by something you made. And it was one of the few places in my life, aside from my family, where I felt like these people just want me. They want my heart to see what their hearts have made.
2: Brad started touring classrooms. Instead of doing big speeches or readings, he did something different.
1: I would ask the kids to read to me. Like, read to me what you've written about what it means to be a grown-up. Well, how can I be a better grown-up? If you could say anything to any adult right now, what would you say? And I would put tape over my mouth and it would be really silly, but they could just share. And it was this really eye-opening experience. And I said, I want to do this in every single state, third, fourth, and fifth graders. Let's go. And I came alive. I mean, it went from this dark depression, this really heavy place, to suddenly I was in classrooms and I was, I don't know what this is. I don't know if this project is just for my own therapy. I don't know if this is just something that's valuable to these kids in this moment. Is this a podcast? I don't know. And then I began writing about it. And I had all these children's books that I wanted to share. But when I heard kids tell me about the adults in their lives and what they wanted and needed from them, and I would see their eyes and they're so full and bright and full of possibilities, I began thinking that maybe the best book right now would be a call to action to the adults in every kid's lives to rise up. And not in a big way, the book is not about like you having to do something elaborate. It's literally the kids were just saying, just show up, just see us, look us in the eyes, let's eat a meal, tie my shoes, that that would be the best starting place.
2: Brad wrote and illustrated his second book, Becoming Better Grown Ups. But things took an unexpected turn.
1: Then your book lands in the middle of a pandemic. We had planned for a book celebration, a launch into the world, and I had this idea of what it would look like. And then everything was canceled and removed. All travel, all media, everything just torn into shreds. And I tried to initially see that as okay they're not being torn into shreds they're being torn into confetti and I'm gonna have fun with this and we're gonna make something fun out of this torn into shreds or torn into confetti either way there's a mess (laughs) And, and at the end I could embrace it joyfully but still there is hurt there's hurt among my neighbors people I love I care for deeply you can't
0: ignore it it's all around Despite the unfortunate circumstances, Brad says he's grateful for the depth of connection he's been having with people since the pandemic.
1: And so now I have found that even though the live bookstore events, the media events, like all that was removed from the calendar, but then interactions like this one with you and other people that I've talked to over the past few days, there's been a depth Significance in every word, every sentence that wasn't there, a weight that we share together, that we're kind of walking through this alongside each other from great distance.
0: Brad is finding the silver lining during this pandemic.
1: I am hopeful that when it's all, we're on the other side of it, however long that is, that all of us feel that, and walk with that for years to come, that realization of how much we need each other, how much we impact each other, how much we matter to each other. My heart hurts for all those kids who are missing classrooms and missing friends and missing games and plays, but I do hope that they will know more than any generation of recent years how much they matter to each other.
0: One story, which Brad included in his book, reminds us of just that.
1: There is one uh, friend who his mom heard a woman playing piano and found out that this was an elderly woman in this retirement home who had written children's music for years and had never published them because she was so busy with just life and family. And so they see her beautiful talent and said, well, let's record her music for her grandkids. So they got musicians in Nashville, took these beautiful songs she had written that were adorable. They sound like songs that should have always existed in children's world. They brought her into a recording studio, and she's never experienced this kind of attention. Her work has definitely never seen this kind of attention. And they have her recording her song. And she jokingly said, one day they're going to ask me to sing at the symphony. That sparked an idea. I was doing an event at a symphony, speaking at a conference that was happening at a symphony hall, and we handed everybody in the symphony hall a sheet of her music, piped in video from her to have her know that her song was going to be sung in a symphony hall, and a whole room full of hundreds of people start singing this little song that for decades had been hidden in the bench of her piano. (laughs) Yes, are you guys ready to sing for Martha? it has got to be very special. OK, here we go. All right, is everybody going to sing along with us? Here we go. Where are you going, where are you going, my fair lady? Where are you going, where are you going, going to the fair? So now we have a special question. What will you do there? Here we go. What will you do there, what will you do there, my fair lady? What will you do there? What will you do there? Going to the fair. <laughs> this is awesome. We're going to ride a kangaroo there? Yeah. I'll ride a kangaroo there. That's what I'll do there, my fair lady. I'll ride a kangaroo there. That's what I'll do there. Going to the fair. And we all got to experience that. And see the sparks in her eyes as she was validated and appreciated. Thank you so much for listening to my songs and celebrating my music. How does it make you feel? Mighty proud, mighty proud. And I still don't believe it. <laughs> and there were grown men and women crying, singing a song about going to a fair. <laughs> but that's, that's what seeing and celebrating does. It, it, it reminds us that we're all connected.
0: Through his work, Brad reminds us that we can make our lives better by paying more attention to kids.
1: I'm excited to be working on creating things that will hopefully reawaken the child within grownups and also land in the life of a child and have them know how much their life has value and that there's beauty and wonder in the world. Because I have this sign in my workshop that says be who you needed when you were younger in so many ways the stories that came into my life helped nourish me and guide me in in a way that i so desperately needed and i'm excited to create more of those kinds of stories
0: You can find Brad's new book at BeABetterGrownup.com and connect with him on Instagram at Brad Montague.
2: We know these can be stressful times, but we hope this episode inspired you to reconnect with your inner child and in Brad's words, to be who you needed when you were younger. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back with another inspiring episode next week. Remember, be good to one another.